Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Abiodun welcoming you to today's podcast. God bless you for being part of this week's podcast. The Lord bless you. Really good. Uh, Topic this week is restoration by the Spirit of God. Restoration by the Spirit of God. And our text is taken from Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to verse 29. Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to verse 29. I'm reading from the New King James Version. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locals have eaten, the crawling locals, the consuming locals, and the chewing locusts. My great army which I sent among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass after that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And also on my main servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. The Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and bless your name for another beautiful week to come into your presence, O Lord, to receive the word of life from you, the manna from heaven. Thank you, Father, because you are a glorious Father. You are a loving Father, a caring Father. We are always appreciative of your love, O Lord God. So we come into your presence this week, O Lord. We ask once again that you breathe upon the world and you make the word to come unto us with power to minister to our hearts, that the word will not return unto you void, but we accomplish that very purpose for which you're sending it forth into our hearts. That, Father, by our receiving the word, O Lord God, we will be endued with power from on high to keep living for you, to keep living in dominion, and to keep bringing glory to your name. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Feed us today by the word and fill our hearts by your spirit that your name shall continue to be glorified in all that we do. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Our topic once again is restoration by the spirit of God. And we know what restoration is. Restoration means bringing back to its former state. That's bringing something back into its former state. So when we're talking about restoration by the Spirit of God, we're talking about the bringing back of whatever had been in our lives that had been beautiful, but we had lost. The bringing it back by the Spirit of God. Because that's what God promises in that Joel chapter 2 that we read. If you read verse 25 there again, so, so I will restore to you the years that the swarming locals are eating, the crawling locals, the consuming locals, and the chewing locals, my great army which I sent among you. God says he's going to restore to you that which the locals, the enemy, the devil, the adversary has taken away from you, that he has stolen from you, that he has usurped from you. He's restoring it to you. And I believe, as you hold on to this promise, 
The Lord will make it real in your lives in the name of Jesus. He said, you shall eat in plenty. That's verse 26. And be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. He said, because you as his people shall never be put to shame. That's God's word to every one of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is a God of restoration. He is also one who keeps his promises. He has promised to restore to you all that the enemy has stolen from you, and he will surely fulfill his promise. Yes, he's a promise keeper. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19 tells us, Say, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent, as he said, and will he not do, or as he spoken, and will he not make it good. He will definitely fulfill his promise to you. And what's the promise? Restoration. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 6, verses 30, and 31, the Bible says that people do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he's starving. Yet, when he's found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. That's a God speaking. <clears throat> That's the word of God. That is the word of God. He said people do not despise a thief. That's Proverbs chapter 6, verses 30 and 31. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he's starving. Yet when he's found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. That's the implication. Anyone who steals from you, any power that's stolen the years from you, the, your years of blessing, years of good health, years of financial breakthrough, whatever they've stolen from you, the Bible is saying here that they will be made to restore sevenfold. And they may have to restore, repay with the substance of their house. Hallelujah. So it is certain that whatever the enemy has stolen shall surely be restored in the name of Jesus, not only in sevenfold, but with all the substance of his house. I want you to know that it's not by your power, it's not by your might. Hallelujah. Because that's what the word of God tells us. The restoration that the Lord is going to accomplish in your life will be accomplished not by your power, not by your might, but by the spirit of the Lord God. Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 says, So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with showers of grace, grace to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not by your power, it's not by your might, it's by the spirit of the Lord. That's why we say restoration by God's spirit. It's God. Who will effect it and he will do it. And his name shall be glorified in the name of Jesus. The Lord will restore to you all that the enemy has stolen by the power of his spirit and not by your own human power or might. So you can be rest assured as you rely on the Lord to deliver you and make a full restoration for you and yours by his spirit that you will not be disappointed. Hallelujah. I want you to know that there is no power that can withstand the spirit of God. When God arises by his power and by his spirit on your behalf, there is no power that can withstand him. No power can conf that can conf you know, confront him. There is no power that can resist the power of God and none can successfully confront or challenge him. The Bible says whatever the Lord does, it is forever. Hallelujah. And it says no one can challenge God and say, what are you doing? Nobody. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7, the Bible says, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to reach. <laughs> no mountain will stop Zerubbabel, 
because the Spirit of the Lord was with him, backing him. In the same manner, I want you to be reassured that no power will be able to stop you from accomplishing God's great counsel for your life because God is with you, giving you great victories and testimonies. No power will be able to stop the restoration of all that you have lost to the enemy. There shall be restoration in the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Because God is with you, nobody can be against you. When God is on your side, no one can be against you. When God is with you, no one can walk against you. And that's why you will have your restoration sevenfold in the name of Jesus. 1 John chapter 4 verse 4 Say, you have got little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The devil is the one right there in the world and you have overcome him. He's the one who is trying to hold back that which has been stolen. In fact, he's the one who is stealing from you. And God says he will restore that he has stolen. And so the devil has no power. He cannot resist what God is going to do in your life in the name of Jesus. You have the spirit of God in you. And therefore you are an overcomer and you are more than a conqueror. In the name of Jesus. Because that's what Romans chapter 8 verse 37 says. Say yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who has chosen to love you. Through God who has chosen to love you. Through the Holy Spirit of God operating in your life. You are more than a conqueror. Because your power or rather the power you are depending on is the power of the Holy Spirit. You are thou mountain before Zerubbabel. So you shall be made a plain ground. Hallelujah. I say not by power, not by mind, but by my spirit, says the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. He say, and my speech, that was Paul speaking. They're talking about the power in the Holy Spirit. Talking about the power of the Spirit of God. Say, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of of God. That is it. Your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The power of God that no power can withstand. These are the days of the power of the Holy Spirit. These are the days that God wants to demonstrate his power through his children and he's ready to do that through you if you will believe. If you will, if you will hold on unto him by faith and he will do it. Paul operated by the power of the Holy Spirit and that's how we are expected to operate in this age. We are to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit for the world to see, to believe, and to be delivered from the powers of the evil one. That's what God wants to do. His restoration, what is, I mean, accomplishing restoration in your life is a way of drawing men's attention to the truth that God is a God of restoration and is a God who can do all things. In Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18, the Bible says here, Am I and the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Beloved, you are for signs and for wonders. Not only you, your children are for signs and for wonders. Yes, your generation is for signs and for wonders. As you hold on to the Lord and as you let his spirit operate in you through you and for you, you will become signs and wonders to the world in the name of Jesus. You are for signs, you are for wonders with your children. And I want you to believe that. And when you begin to operate by the power of the Holy Spirit, Spirit, signs and wonders will begin to follow you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Acts chapter 14, verse 3, we read there, it said, Therefore they stay there a long time, speaking boldly in the Lord, 
who was bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see there, as the apostle there, with his team, they were, you know, carrying a lot of signs and wonders because the Spirit of God was with them. They were speaking boldly in the Lord, bearing witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. Who was granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands? The Holy Spirit of God. That's what God wants to begin to do in your life. And as he does that, there shall be restoration in your life. And your life will move on to the next level that God desires to be. And you will fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. You will fulfill God's counsel and not the counsel of the devil in the name of Jesus. The promise of the Holy Spirit is certain. God wants that spirit to begin to operate in you so that nothing, nothing, nothing that will be held back from you by the devil. The devil will not be able to hold you back in any way anymore. He will not be able to cheat you of any of God's blessings. God gave the promise of the Holy Spirit as we see in the Jewish chapter 2 that we read. Our text, this promise was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost when there was an outpouring of God's Spirit upon the disciples. And that's what we're talking about, that God is a promise keeper. He gave that promise in Jewish chapter 2, if you read we can read it again, verses 28 and 29. Say, and shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see, see visions. And also on my men servants and um, my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Those were the promise of God. That was the promise God made that he was going, there was going to be an outpouring of his spirit in these times, in these end times. And that's exactly what he fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. 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 So this was God's promise of the Holy Spirit through prophet Joel. So many years before Jesus' arrival, Jesus reaffirmed this promise on the day of his ascension after his resurrection. When Jesus was crucified, died, buried, resurrected, and before his ascension, he, made, he reaffirmed this same promise to his disciples, to the apostles. In Acts chapter 1, if you read verses 8 and 9, he said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Jesus told them there, So you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me. Hallelujah. Power comes by the Holy Spirit, and that power comes for the purpose of witnessing for Christ. As the power of the Holy Spirit comes into your life and you receive the restoration that you need, that testimony will be a witness of the power of God, and it will bring many into the fold of God. You remember when there was healing in, at the beautiful gate in Acts chapter 3 by Peter and John, that lame man and he God healed, began to walk, began to leap and dance. In Acts chapter 4, we read there that on account of that miracle, that single miracle, about 5,000 people came to know the Lord. Hallelujah. That's what God does when he, there's restoration, when his spirit goes into action in a man's life. And the spirit of God will begin to go into action in your life and you will become a magnet to bring in people 
into the kingdom of God through your testimonies of God's restoration in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, beloved, God always keeps his word. This promise was finally fulfilled on the day of Pentecost. Yes, the promise of the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 2, if you read verses 1 to 4, you see the fulfillment of that promise there. So when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That was a promise fulfilled, that there will be an outpouring of the Spirit of God. And he said they should wait in Jerusalem until they received the endowment from on high of the power of the Holy Spirit. And that was fulfilled. Hallelujah. God says he will bring restoration to you. It's a promise. He will do it. Hallelujah. This is the power that come on the apostles, the power of the Holy Spirit. And that made them to shake their world. Hallelujah. It is the same power that operates in you once you have known the Lord as your Lord and Savior and you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit endues you with power that the enemy cannot contend with you. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 17, verse 6, we read there, say, But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, This who have turned the world upside down have come here too. That was when the apostles were city and they, by the power of the Holy Spirit upon them, the whole city was, you know, getting converted. Miracles, signs and wonders were happening. And, the, you know, those who were opposed to the word of God were perplexed. And the rest, I mean, there was a riot. There was, they began to, you know, oppose the teachings of the gospel. And when they could not find the apostles, what did they do? They brought out Jason. The Bible said here that they brought him out, dragged him, and, you know, brought him before the elders of the city. And they were crying, shouting, these are the people oh, who are turning the whole place upside down. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit does. It's not, actually, it's not turning it upside down. I be, it's turning his side, how will I put it now? It's not upside down, but rather right side up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit of order, not confusion. It brings order into a confused situation. And that's what the Holy Spirit will begin to do in your situation. It's going to bring order into your life. It's going to bring life into your life. It's going to bring light into your life. It's going to bring hope into your life. It's going to bring restoration into your life. It's going to bring healing into your life. In the name of Jesus. God operates in the realm of the supernatural. And that's where he wants you to begin to operate as the Spirit comes into you. He wants you to begin to operate in the realm of the supernatural. He's promised to all of his children, including you, is that you begin to operate in the realm of the supernatural by his spirit, by his spirit, by his spirit. Hallelujah. Because that's why he promised the Holy Spirit. In that text, Joel chapter 2, 25 to 29, if you read again, you see from some things there that God said there. He said, number one, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Two, your old men shall dream dreams. Three, your young men shall see visions. And four, also, on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. That's the promise of God. And beloved, I want you to know that spirit is still available for you today. The spirit of God is out there to possess you and to make you to overcome in whatever way the enemy has been tormenting you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. He wants to restore all that the enemy has stolen from you. 
These are God's promises for you, waiting to be fulfilled if you will believe. You need to begin operating by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit as if you have not already have received it, you need to receive it. You need to obtain it so that you can begin to accomplish that which God wants you to accomplish in the supernatural by His Spirit. God has promised to give you His Holy Spirit baptism if you will ask because you need it. You can't be a believer without the Holy Spirit and be able to, you know, achieve what God wants you to achieve. You need the Holy Spirit. That was why Jesus said they should wait for it and be endued with it so that they can receive power to become witnesses for him. If you read Luke chapter 11 from verse 9 to 13, you see there Jesus making it certain that God desires every one of his children to have the Holy Spirit. He says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who has receives and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Hallelujah. He said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? What is he saying? Ask for the Holy Spirit, and the Lord will give it to you. You need the Holy Spirit because the restoration God wants to do in your life is going to be affected by the Holy Spirit in you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by your power, not by your mind, but by the Spirit of God in you. And beloved, I believe as the Holy Spirit comes into your life, every restoration that is needed in your life shall be accomplished by the power of that Spirit in the name of Jesus. Beloved, it is high time you start walking in the supernatural with all the years that the enemy has stolen from you and your family restored to you in multiple folds by the Lord, by His Spirit, in the name of Jesus. And I want you to know that God is out there. He wants you to begin to believe Him for the restoration of all the years that the enemy has stolen from you. And He will do it and your name shall I mean, his name shall be glorified and you will have joy. You will have that satisfaction that God is good in the name of Jesus. Perhaps you're out there, you have not yet known the Lord as your Lord and Savior. I want to give you the invitation right now to come to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He wants you to be saved. He wants you to be endued with that power of the Holy Spirit. And the only way you can receive that is by coming to acknowledge him as your Lord and Savior and accepting Jesus to become your Lord and Savior. So I want to give you that invitation right now. All you need to do is with a genuine heart of repentance, just say these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me. Cleanse me. And make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray with you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray, O Lord, for my brethren, for your children, O Lord God, who have taken this bold decision to come to Jesus this moment. Lord, I ask as they have taken this decision to come unto you, Lord, help them, O Lord. Fill them with your power, with your spirit. Lord, encourage their hearts to stay in the path of righteousness with you. That having put their hands to the plow, they will never look back. 
They will keep following you in the path of victory, in the path of obedience, in the path of righteousness. And Lord, that eternal life that you're depositing in them right now because they have confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior, we abide with them. They will never lose it, O Lord God. That Lord, in the name of Jesus, at the end of their work here on earth, O Lord, they will be counted worthy partakers with all your saints of the beautiful gifts, beautiful rewards, Lord, that you have for those who have worked faithfully with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Keep them, O Lord God, from the evil one. They have severed their allegiance to him, O Lord, that he will not be able to touch them in any way. They will keep trampling upon serpents, upon scorpions, upon all the power of the enemy, and nothing will in any way hurt them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, I want to appreciate God for your life. Thank God for making you to take this bold decision to come to know him. And I want you to know that as you have taken the decision this day, the Lord is glad. In fact, the Bible says the host of heaven is rejoicing over you right now because you have taken this bold step. But I want to encourage you, please look for a Bible-believing church around you and begin to fellowship with them, begin to worship with them. And as you do that, you begin to grow in the things of God. You begin to study the Word with them. You begin to witness with them. And you begin to see the Holy Spirit of God working in you, through you, and for you. And you will know that God is with you. And all the restoration needed in your life, the Lord will begin to effect it to the glory of His name and to your cute in the name of Jesus. Oh, I want you to know that God loves you and he wants you to keep walking with him. No looking back. His spirit will sustain you in the name of Jesus. If you have any question you want to ask, please feel free to reach out to me on the telephone number that will be dictated at the end of this podcast. Or you can reach me through the email address. And the Lord will continue to bless you. We'll take our time to reach out to you and answer your questions. God bless you. Before bringing this week's podcast to a close... We'll just say some few prayer points. Our first prayer point, I'm going to say, My Father and my God, restore to me all the years that the enemy has stolen from my life. Give me joy and give me fulfillment in my work with you. My Father and my God, restore to me all the years that the enemy has stolen from me. Give me joy. Give me fulfillment in my work with you. Prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, O Lord God, that you store unto me, O Lord, the years that the enemy has stolen from my life. In the name of Jesus. Years of success, years of victory, years of good health, years of blessings, years of wealth, years of riches. Father, all that the enemy has stolen, O Lord. Let there be restoration, Lord, according to your word, by your spirit, in the name of Jesus. Lord, give me joy. Give me fulfillment, O Lord, in my walk with you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. You're going to present my Father and my God. Oh, help me that I will begin to eat in plenty and be satisfied. Help me that, Lord, I will begin to praise your name. I will begin to appreciate you as I see the restoration that I desire. Say, my Father and my God, help me that I shall begin to eat in plenty and be satisfied. Help me that I'll begin to praise you, begin to worship you as I see the restoration that I desire from you. Prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, Lord God, that I'll begin to eat in plenty and be satisfied in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I'll begin to praise your name, begin to worship you, begin to 
appreciate you, Lord God, as I begin to see the restoration that you have promised me, Lord, the restoration that I desire in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. I'll begin to eat in plenty and be satisfied. Oh, Lord God, nothing good will be withheld from me anymore. In the name of Jesus, I'll begin to praise your name, O Lord, as I begin to see the restoration that I desire. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And finally, going to pray to my Father and my God, according to your word, I shall never be, to, be put to shame. Your spirit will continue to operate in me, giving me victory, and making me to live in dominion. Say, so my Father and my God, according to your word, I shall not be put to shame. Your spirit will keep operating in me, giving me victory, and making me to live in dominion. Prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, O Lord, that according to your word, I shall not be put to shame in the name of Jesus. No reproach in my life, no shame, no ridicule, no embarrassment in my life in the name of Jesus. Father, I will continue pressing you, continue to appreciate you because you are the Lord, O Lord God, that you have proven mightily on my behalf, O Lord God, making me, O Lord, to walk in dominion, making me to walk in victory all my days. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you and bless your name for the word that come unto us this day. We appreciate you. We honor you, Lord. We ask, O oh Lord God, let the word, O oh Lord, do the work of ministry in our hearts. That which you've sent it forth to do, let it do it in our hearts, O oh Lord God. Let there be restoration in the lives of every one of my listeners right now, Lord God. Whatever they have lost to the camp of the enemy, I declare right now there's restoration sevenfold in the name of Jesus. And I command the enemy to give up that which he has taken, even giving up all the substance of his house, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if a thief be caught, he shall be made to restore that which he has stolen sevenfold, and even be made to restore with all the substance of his house. Father, I decree right now, everything my listeners have lost to the enemy, I say, let there be restoration right now, by your power, by your spirit, in the name of Jesus. Restoration of their wealth, restoration, O Lord God, of their health, restoration, O Lord God, of their business bouncing back, O Lord God, restoration of their academics, O Lord God, doing well, restoration of their marriages, doing well in the name of you, restoration in every form, O Lord God, whatever they have lost to the devil, O Lord, let there be restoration now. That's your promise, O Lord God, and you are a promise keeper. Do it, Lord, and let your name be glorified. In the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who have turned over their lives to Jesus today, O Lord. Keep them, O Lord God, from the evil one. Let them continue to shine for you. Let them continue, O Lord God, to do well in your name. And your name glorified. Thank you, Father. Beloved, I pray over you this week. Shall be well with you. The Lord will keep you in joy. The Lord will keep you bouncing here and there in joy. His favor will continue to be with you. His goodwill will continue to be over you. In the name of Jesus. You know, even before you know, plague will come near your dwelling. That land you are dwelling, I declare the land of Goshen, no evil is permitted. In the name of Jesus. In your going out, in your coming in, the angels of the Lord will watch over you. And it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus. It is well with you. When we meet again next week, shall be for joy, shall be for celebration, shall be for testimonies. In Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus 234-809-623-7300. 
plus 234-809-623-7300. Or you can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.